John just took his pants off. Oh, it's so small. It's so impossibly small. Why is it screaming at me? Put it back! Put it back! I clipped it, but we're keeping it. It's worth it. Why the fuck did you choose this? Yeah, this is so... Like, the Flat Earth is now a... Flat Earth coming 2020. Is that gunshots in there, too? What the fuck are you doing, my mans? Well, this I guess the it. title is uh, Bump in the Night, I guess. Oh, I mean, good. It is slightly topical for reporting, not for publishing date. <laughs> I think it might come out around Christmas. Did we not learn that we should stop dating things by when we record them and just keep it, you know, reasonable? No. Well, haven't we also established that Halloween and Christmas are the same holidays? Yeah, I get scared both times. If you're Jack Skellington, I suppose, but... If you're jacking off skeletons? I have been, yes. That's um, the Christmas spirit. It's a boner squared. It's gonna be a Speaking white of, Christmas. like, ambient atmospheric noise, I want Shane to award me a metal for listening to an album that I'm sure that he loves and would never expect me to listen to and enjoy, mm. Pink Floyd's Metal. Well done. Uh, and that's M-E-D-D-L-E. Yeah. Speaking uh, of which... I was talking... Oh, go ahead. Someone's finally found their way into your home. Uncle Dutch. You may not survive. I'm so scared. And this is the Disinformed Podcast. <laughs> I'm Shane. I'm John. And I'm Michael. So you were listening to Metal, eh? Yeah. Um, You're a metalhead. We got into the car. At, uh, someone who was driving us around in Denver got into his car, and the moment he turned the ignition key... He, before we were in there, had obviously been blaring his music, so he gave an apology, and it was, it was something, it was, it ended up being pink, it ended up being dark side. Okay. Um, and I made some joke, he's like, oh, sorry, I, I was rocking out on my way here, and I was like, that's cool, man, we all love Phil Collins. <laughs> and he was like, fuck you, it's Pink Floyd. And we had this conversation where I was like, hey, if we're gonna be in the car, like, I don't listen to Pink Floyd like I haven't gotten into it yet. Mm. I quote you a lot, Shane. Where I'm like, to quote my friend Shane, I'm just not ready for it yet. Mm. Um, and then I made a sarcastic comment: If we're going to be in the car together for 40 minutes, and all you want to do is listen to fucking Pink Floyd, then I want deep cuts only. Um, and then he threw on that album, and by the 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 ride was the whole album. Um, downloaded it immediately. I really really liked that album. Uh, my, so I, I had a whole admission at one point where I explained to everybody, like I had a year solid where all I listened to was Pink Floyd and Cream. So it was okay. like my psychedelic 365 and it really influenced the way I write and hear music. And I think relative to the sound effects, like you normally have for your own effects on the guitar, mm-hmm. like they're very ambient, very spacey. It's one of the reasons I like Phaser so much is it has that weird sort of like 60s yep. acid vibe. So it's it's phenomenal. I love Pink Floyd. Michael, have you listened to any Michael, Pink, Pink Floyd, Floyd is a band that was founded in 1968 <laughs> by Sid it? Barrett. And uh... I read, what was it? I read their album that was based off of Sid after he left. Uh, well, there are um, several. Uh, uh, Dark Side uh, of the Moon is no, as well no, as um, The Wall. It has It has his name in it. Or something like that. Oh, jeez. Because it was an interesting story. Actually, I read more about Sid. Okay. Um, 
But I mean, yeah, I, I know. Wish I, you were here is also about Sid as well. It says like they they oh really... shine on you, crazy diamond. Okay, yeah, that's what that it was. is that is from Wish You Were Here. Yeah. So. Um, yeah. are every single record from Pink Floyd concepts? Um, they started picking that up with Dark Side, but I mean, they really were very experimental in the Sid Barrett phase. So like their songs were careful with that Axe Eugene, like and uh, Arnold Lane. So they were very pop actually mm-hmm. uh and then they started moving towards like in the gilmore eras when roger waters started getting more abstract and writing real okay. random stuff yeah because i think what it impressed me like when i was looking at where metal is as far as in the discography is that mm-hmm. they put out what i think dark side is seven or eight records uh-huh. into their their history which i didn't think about as someone ignorant to their uh discography and mm-hmm. their history where it's I had always assumed, like, like most bands, most traditional bands now, like, their most respected work, it's either their first album or maybe, like, what, their third. Mm. Um, and you don't think about the fact that in, in the, the eight-album cycle, like, those all happened within five to six years. Like, they were putting out multiple records per year because that was the age uh, where you were just, just and also, pushing shit out. The other thing about that time frame, and we're getting really deep cuts into this but i love it uh they only could fit the amount of material you get on one side of a record so you yeah, only had like 18 eight tracks total like you'd have four songs on each side maybe or maybe you'd get up to 10 so like black sabbath records they put a ton out but there's only like eight songs on them yeah. so you were more limited but also you're freed because you can just you know we have this amount of songs we'll pick them out and then it's not like a 20 track record like we're doing right. these days so and then my last thought on it just since I, I brought it up and, and we'll bookend it. Okay. Um, because I believe that album came out in 78 or 79, somewhere in that, that realm. The fact that you go back that far now, uh, relatively, and that album ends with a 23 minute song tickled me to no end because I am a huge, huge fan of slow burn and long plays. Um, and I think the only other song that comes close to being that obnoxiously long and still interesting, um, is the ending track on Mars Volta's Francis the Mute. Okay. And if you haven't checked it out, might be the time to do so. It's, it's a little masturbatory for, for you, Shane. I don't, I don't know where you sit on music. I, I've heard of it. Music. (laughs) <laughs> See, music is good. something that is you're fucking. You're Israel. Jerry and Rick and Morty, and you get into the cards. Like, mm, oh, human, human music! music. <laughs> I did listen to a YouTube uh, video of like I think it was like eight minutes of human music, and it was just him just sitting there, like, hmm, yeah, okay. It, it, yeah. it was actually you... pretty interesting. No, I I listened to more like I call it electronic lounge, but it's more. Uh, did you ever watch Mad Men? You know, that's one of the shows I think Shane's mentioned it multiple times, too. I have not jumped on that in, in not a similar vein, but another one that's recommended that I haven't watched that I really need to is uh, Boardwalk Empire. Mm. Well, it has nothing to do with the actual show. The theme song, the artist that wrote the theme song, his name is RJD2. 
that's the kind of like jive that I'll listen to that I'll put on him and then another guy, he's kind of more of a YouTuber named Ronald Jenkies. You know what's funny? Hmm. We've already discussed this on the podcast previously, since I, I am fuck. the chronicler of our stuff. So yes, we are we are the Ouroboros right now. We're eating You're our own the, tail. You're the Vince Gilligan. We're, we're self cannibalizing ourselves by going back. But yes, he's mentioned this previously. That yeah, that's the type of that's, music. That's kind of like my jam. But I mean, okay. I'll uh, if when I future me edits it, like remember listen to it. Dumb shit. Oh, I see. Yeah, Tag for myself. No, no, everything stays. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna. <laughs> we cut that nothing. out. No, Except I'll, I'll, cuss, I'll cuss future self out all the time. He's a dumb shit. Well, doesn't agreed. do anything for me. Yeah, no, yeah. he doesn't do anything for anyone. <laughs> well, now that we've uh, had our little tirade, that I started not even accidentally. I didn't. I just didn't know that we would. We would talk. Hey, that we're much still not done because I'm. I want to talk over you for another five seconds. Okay. Can I just? The thing I had in mind is I was coming over here, and it's apropos of the conversation we had in the last episode. I am so ready for self-driving cars. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> because fuck the traffic yeah. trying to get over here, I love this rat race mentality that we suddenly, like that game of inches that you play where you are going to get there faster than the person next to you. And, it, and fuck how many people you have to cut uh-huh. off and how many times you have to worm your way in and not signal. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I, decency and consideration and, you know, care and concern are things that I tend to prize. So the fact that everyone just openly tries to kill each other and i have a loved one who just got in a pretty severe car accident this week mm. i'm just i'm so ready to get us to that glorious future where self-driving cars are the only thing on the road and yeah. this like human competitive i'm railing against everybody else on the planet where we can just hang back and tesla me oh. i want to look at the internet <laughs> touch yeah. myself inappropriately for, and for get somewhere sake, n64 on the center uh the center uh-huh. console as as they have or even just um, let me play woody block just just have becky come in for a guest <laughs> appearance and uh-huh. she can present on self-driving cars because she will not shut up once she starts okay um sure but let's get pessimistic for a second too because this traffic it's only going to get worse Uh uh-huh uh i don't remember the statistic but it's astounding the amount of people per month and per year that are moving to the valley yeah um so what what happens for us because being a neighbor to california uh they're all kind of migrating over southern california well the cost of living's better here yeah but in order to the joys of the phoenix dynamic for those who are not here is everyone has to work downtown or in tempe and then if you want affordable housing you have to live on the outskirts of the valley proper which is like an hour and a half drive for most people so the single person driver in arizona particularly phoenix is just astronomical numbers and everyone's trying to get out of or into the same places at the same time Mm -hmm. and we are at like california level traffic right now with a giant city so and i'd say probably within the next 10 years it's going to almost be identical they're doing a lot of road work and they're doing a lot of projects to try and help that on the Mm -hmm. freeways but it's 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 futile you know yeah Yeah. um but anyway speaking of futile things what are you presenting (laughs) well i was actually going to say something like well this all these conversations actually make more sense than what i'm going to be talking about so Mm. it's like kind of a good transition you know (laughs) we're now looking at the future we're talking about the future driving cars i'm going to look at the past and uh cavemen uh okay that was a little who's a cave who's a caveman the robotham so all right cool Uh, yeah talking about robotham um this is part two attack of the attack of the proofs because uh 
I'm just going to cop that stuff and mm. steal it for no reason. Hey, well, we just um, talked about Star Wars for 40 minutes on the last episode. We might as well get further into it. True, true. Um, so I'm going to be talking about one of his uh, disciples, I guess. Not really disciple, but one of his... There's uh, always two. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Let's Strong just, with the flat this one it. is. I, I wouldn't really call him his, uh, his <clears throat> apprentice or anything like that. But, um, see, I have seen Star Wars. Soon we will make ourselves once. known to those that believe in globes. Okay, just because you mentioned <laughs> this is when it's going to come out, let's all hope that this last Star Wars in this uh, saga doesn't completely shit the bed. Hey, as long as there are no tits being milked in it, I'll probably be fucking orgasmic. I would assume the opposite. <laughs> <laughs> I was orgasmic for another reason about the tits being milked. It was just, you know. Anyway, Michael, sorry. Mm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's the only milk I drink. Okay, so a little bit of background for the William Carpenter, uh, who wrote the 100 Proofs the Earth is Not a Globe. Oh. He was uh, born in England. It's 80 proof, by the way, in case you were curious. Hmm, <laughs> 40. Uh, I'll take it. Um, born in England and eventually moved to Baltimore, Maryland. He was a xenobiologist. Ooh. And after moving to Baltimore, taught classes in shorthand. So it's a symbolic uh, writing method mm. that increases speed and brevity of writing. So I guess if you're taking really quick notes or something like that. Yeah. It's not really a big of a deal now when you can type. Correct. But there's probably a more modified version of typing that like people can do for court cases and mm-hmm. shit. Um, he published two uh, books on the subject and became known as Professor Carpenter. Okay, according to his obituary, obituary. Oh, ob- yes. ob- We're all having strokes. Who today. you calling a bitch, bitch? <laughs> oh, that was me. Remember, I was his bitch from last. Anyway, you were. Yes. Um, according to that, he was a vegetarian. A believer in the power of mesmerism, that's animal magnetism. <laughs> you might need to throw a woohoo on that. <laughs> animal magnetism, yes. Mm. Animal woohoo. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I, I do appreciate when you do that not too far away, uh. so that I don't have to pour through other old oh, files meant, to I find it. I meant me calling that subject. <laughs> I guess I so. I will, no longer, by the way, it's no longer my lane; it's our lane. Thank you. <laughs> We're all sharing the same lane. I just started playing Call of Duty for the first time in ten years, so I've been called everything. We're I in a self-driving like... car right now, and it's in the lane that hates everything. So <laughs> anyway, woohoo's aside, please. All right, so, tell us about like the carpenters. Said, mesmerism, animal magnetism, mm. uh, and a spiritualist writing uh, pamphlets on each. He thought that eating the eating of meat was responsible for many of the ills that humanity is heir to. See, he's not. <laughs> what about cock? <laughs> I mean, beating meat, beating your meat, meat cock is meat. cock. No, I guess. We can leave the um, cock talk, right? Yes, <laughs> absolutely. Oh, hey, listen, Chick-fil-A is delicious. <laughs> it's because their chicken is so, it's filled with so much hate. It just, the hate makes it taste so yeah, good. It tastes great. Mm. Uh, <laughs> he wrote a bunch of more stuff, like the pamphlet I'm going to talk about. Okay. Uh, under the pen name, the author of the most scientific and credible sensibility. That's not a pen name. That's a fucking like, self-aggrandizing <laughs> yeah, right? like, blowjob title. Yeah, 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 that's fair. Like the pen name is, uh, you know, Jack Swanson or Robert Greer. That makes sense. <laughs> Not. I guess that would be the greatest thing. pancake maker of all time, and the man who treated your mother to the greatest orgasm she's ever had. 
I wouldn't mind signing that. <laughs> it doesn't fit well on a dust jacket. I'm just going to throw that out there. I mean, I, mean I dare you to print it. <laughs> just, just make, like, from the desk of... The book is the title, basically. If I'm the author, then, yeah. It's... Um, okay, so this is going to be a little bit of a departure from a typical lesson, or lesson, a typical episode. Teach me, um, Daddy. Yeah. Oh, I'll teach you. I'm going to learn you I'm, today. I'm going to teach you good. I'll oh. tell you what. Oh. Did you just turn into a broad or a Boardwalk Empire character? <laughs> he was like cross Irish, cross <laughs> New Jerseyite. <laughs> See so. that? I, I've never said that I can do accents, and I can't. <laughs> I love it when you try, though. It's oh, yeah. Hilarity. It's maxonomic. Um, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to learn you guys three things that you can honestly, anyone can pick up. Very easy physics lessons. Cool. Okay. I oh, just yeah. want to warn you that I understand nothing. I promise at the end you'll be like, that makes sense. You okay. haven't been around John very long, have you? I have to teach <laughs> students in Physics 101 where like, I could literally be like, I can pick up a, pe- a pencil or something and drop it and be like, that's gravity. And they'll be like, no, that's a pen. <laughs> I think you don't understand. John learned to have sex by basically just walking around thrusting his hips constantly, and he just ran into different things that either accepted or rejected his penis. And finally, he was instructed, like, no, you can't do that to the dog anymore, but this girl over here may be willing. So, Colin, machine learning. Colin has more uh-huh. sense than I do. Okay. Yes. Okay. All right. It's semicolon. Well, the first thing is called frame of reference. Okay. Okay. I think I'm. Uh, I think I I'm have gonna... a couple of those for my paintings. Yes. Yeah. It's okay. literally what you see from your point of view, right? So got it. A good way to think about it is: say you're driving in a car, right? So that's and a cunt <laughs> in a car. <laughs> you get one. <laughs> um, you're driving a car, and Shane is standing on the sidewalk, right? So it's a cunt on the sidewalk. <laughs> I said you get one. Uh, so, fuck you. <laughs> so from your frame of reference, he is moving. And the cunt. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's a cunt from your point of view. Yes. <laughs> right. But like, you see him coming towards you and then going away. Because I am in the moving vehicle, it appears that he's, he's moving past me. Yes. From my perspective. Even though he's exactly. static. Even though you were just standing still, you have passed me because I have passed... Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Congratulations, you understand more than Carpenter does. So many things. Like, literally, I had a section that is, Carper doesn't know perspective. And okay. literally that... Understanding that, you're already leagues ahead of this guy. I was going to say, an easier way to explain POV to John is it's your favorite way to look up porn on Pornhub. Oh! POV video. The camera acts as the eyes of the person receiving the fellatio. Timothy Lone Cactus does enjoy a POV. He does, he does. (laughs) Okay, and then um, Newton's first law, and simplified. Put a fig in everything. (laughs) No, that's a zeroth. It's like Shit. a fundamental lemma, okay. I think. It's the math term. Whatever. Well, it's Newtonian. It's, yes. It's relative. No, it's not. It's um, the Oldtonian. Plutonian. I'm, I'll stop. Go. <laughs> so Newton's, oh. first, Newton's first law. Okay. An object will at travel at a, con- at a constant speed 
at rest is a constant speed. It's speed is zero. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. An object will travel at a constant speed if nothing else interferes with it. So you an object at say, rest will stay at rest until and acted upon by another force. An object in motion will stay in motion until acted upon by another object. Right. Yes. So, Like if I don't hit the child in the middle of the street, I will continue going 60 in my development. Indeed. And if you don't hit the child when it's being an asshole, it will continue to be an asshole. <laughs> so what you're saying is that there's no other option. I'm saying that's why you think everyone's a cunt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm going to have so much fun. I think I might just censor one and just keep all the others in. I don't care anymore. Well, in which case, <laughs> the terrorists win. Oh, uh, okay. And also, then, cunt, cuntity, cunt, cunt, cunt. You're Ric Flair. Well done. <laughs> Song two from Blur. <laughs> <laughs> Then the last thing is mainly a little bit of a perspective lesson for gravity. When you think that gravity pulls you, John Mayer. We are so fucking disrespectful right now. I'm so sorry. What is the musical that isn't it? Wicked that has gravity in it. I don't fucking know. Oh yeah. yeah, uh, Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Hey, the death of every witch should be respected. Don't just say because one died. Moving on. <laughs> gravity. Forces. When I, when, when the, I'm just going to say it. When we say gravity pulls you down, we don't mean there's an absolute downward direction. We mean it's gravity <clears throat> pulls you down is shorthand for Earth's gravity exerts a force on you that pulls you towards the center of the Earth. Mm-hmm. So that's something to keep in mind because that's actually something that my students don't understand. They think gravity means pulls down well, it's so gravity is the force cunts. that is pulling you towards it essentially yeah. yes yeah that's the whole thing with yeah. gravity is that they will attract mm-hmm. so like i almost made some sort of like beer goggles thing after or john's bumper and a small child yeah there you go that's a better one yes they're just attracted to each other her name's average she should have seen it coming <laughs> all right cool so honestly that's it so do those make sense to you it all makes sense. Yes. Fine, you're correct and I'm teachable. <laughs> that's, Don't that's let Becky find out. Mm. Nope. That's uh, she doesn't listen me. to the podcast for safe. Okay. Good. <laughs> I won't I won't rat you out. Okay. Sad, so <laughs> game time. What we're gonna do is I'm going to read not the original wording of the proofs Thank because God. no. Um I'm going to read a modified or modernized reading of the of them um i include i'll include a link to the actual website that i use to find them out so you guys can read the old english garbage um and try and make sense of it i will just say i spent way too many hours deciphering these and i feel like i I should get like a degree in old english 1800s english what you're saying is Many Robothans died to bring us this information. Yes. <laughs> okay, so, and also, uh, I'm going to say real quick why I want to do it from this perspective. Mm-hmm. So one of the major issues that occurs in these sort of pseudoscience debates, and one that we kind of saw a lot in the last episode with Robotham, um, 
who was a writer instead of a scientist, is the idea of the expert versus the layperson, right? The master versus the apprentice for Sith reference or Goliath versus David, etc. Right? Instead of myself telling everyone how he is an idiot and wrong and all that stuff, I'd rather have you guys at least try to point out why he's wrong. Mm -hmm. Because then that seems a little bit more credible when it's like it's even playing field that you guys aren't using a degree to try and be like, well, you're an idiot because my physics 350 class said so, right? It's more like I can reason this out because I understand basic intuition. If you use logic, obviously you can disprove these things. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm cool. intrigued. Sweet. All right. So let's see here. That is a little more complicated. I have a list of them. Okay. We'll start with this one. Okay. So, we have evidence proving that the sun moves daily around the Earth in circles, with the center being the northern region, which contains the northern star. Okay? Mm -hmm. But since the theory of the Earth being a globe is necessarily connected with the Earth's motion around the sun in a yearly orbit, the theory falls flat when we bring forth evidence that the sun moves around the Earth, which proves the Earth is not a globe. Huh. So it's Translation. a post hoc thing, essentially. <laughs> huh? So it's a post hoc fallacy of saying that if we have to believe, essentially, we can only prove that the sun moves around the earth if we believe that the earth is a globe and moves in that function. And since we don't believe that, it's not true. Yes. Uh, you used some fancy philosophical talk there, which Sorry. I figured you would, we'll know, you would yes. know that. Yes, go figure. Um, translation, there's evidence that the sun moves, not the earth, and since the theory that the earth is a globe is connected to the earth rotating around the sun, it means both aren't true. The argument is essentially saying, like, I believe that Jesus is divine, and Therefore, so anyone who brings me something that contradicts that is wrong, because I believe that he's divine. There and the evidence that would normally support that, I don't, you know, I don't really require. My belief is the thing that dictates the facts here. So, this is a matter of frame of reference, actually. I do like what you came at, but then I realized that when I said that, I come at that everything. you came too quickly and in the and on the wrong face. Guilty. But it's an idea frame of reference, and I came up with a good way to describe it. Ooh, give it. I'm spinning in a circle, and there's someone standing next to me. Okay? From my frame of reference, he's the one that's spinning, since I, I see him moving, because I see him spinning around me. Not just him, but the whole world is rotating around me. At an I'm unbelievably seeing, fast rate. Yes, yeah. since I'm <clears throat> seeing it move around me. Therefore, the world revolves around me. QED. Bitch. QED is a fancy way of saying, wait, isn't it Latin or something? It's pretty much saying the proof is done. Mm. But that's like the idea. Is, it, is that, oh yeah, we can see the sun rotating around the earth, and since the earth needs to rotate around the sun and it to be a globe, obviously that's not the case. Done. Right? Mm -hmm. But just because yeah. you see the earth rotate, or the sun rotating, doesn't actually mean that the sun rotates. Okay. Um, so it's funny that you mention uh, Jesus and being divine. This Jesus. one isn't really one that you guys can tear apart, but I just had to keep it because it was so good. Ooh. Human beings require a level surface to live on. And since the omniscient creator, omniscient and creator being capitalized, mm. understands our requirements, it follows that being an all-wise creator, 
he has met said requirements. Uh-huh. Okay. I, I, so they're saying we wouldn't be able to thrive in a situation where we were not on a level surface. And since God is perfect, he would know this and subsequently would create a flat surface for us to exist on. Uh-huh. Otherwise, we'd die. And he actually ended it uh, by saying it was a theological argument. Okay. And so I responded with uh, checkmate atheists. Yes. (laughs) That's actually a whole section where it's just checkmate atheists. The God principle I love, yes. It's just, you know, you can... It's basically the wiping everything off the board in risk. I'm just saying, I dropped a nuclear weapon on all of us and we die. (laughs) Your strategy is illogical. Here's another one that I think is kind of in the similar vein. Some astronomer, because if I were to say the guy's name, it wouldn't matter. Nobody Copernicus. Yeah. uh, Argued, Jupiter, a planet, rotates. So why don't we? It's because we're not a planet. When someone puts words into our mouth concerning the supposed planetary nature of the Earth, it's not hard to prove that the Earth is not a globe. Earth ain't a globe. Checkmate, atheists, because it's not a planet. You're ignorant. It's like, so, when you look out in the observable universe, and everything that we have been able to study is spherical, it's an orb, why would you not extrapolate that that would have to be what we're on? Because that's not, we're we're not up there, we're down here. And we were created by an omniscient creator who knows that we can only live on a flat surface, so congratulations, we're a fucking ant farm. An alien ant farm. He's a kid with an ant farm! (laughs) Kevin! God's an absentee landlord! <laughs> Alright, let's see. You pulled back from the microphone, and I, I'm, I, that's what I appreciate about you. I pull back when I need to. Okay. But not out. Alright, here's another good one that you guys actually might be able to catch, and I'll read it a little slower. I, I like see the condescension like, in your voice there. I like, say well, the you might be able John's to understand ears. this. Well, because most of the ones that I've read out have been he like looked at me. fallacies. Fallacies. Not like fallacies. fallacies. Oh, I see a fallacy. <laughs> um, okay, so some guy said that since the sun seems to rise in the east and set in the west, the earth really spins in the opposite direction from west to east. Now, this is the same as saying because a man seems to be coming up the street, the street is really going down to the man. And since science does not contain nonsense like this, it is proof okay. that the Earth is not a globe. Okay. So I have spent a lot of time in small rooms with people smoking copious amounts of drugs. <laughs> well, I have not been the one doing the same activity. And this just sounds like those people jacking each other off verbally <laughs> the entire time they're fucking high. Do you know that the Twinkie is the perfect food? And we all know that fucking person, too. That's why I'm immediately, like, just... I have... (laughs) There are two proofs that make absolute sense when using this type of logic. The Twinkie is the perfect food because it perfectly contains the cream filling to stop it from getting on your hands. Not how I use it. (laughs) (laughs) And this is most important. The way that you just read that beginning proof remind me of this proof, which a philosopher who I really love and cherish said, somebody once told me the world was going to roll me. I ain't the sharpest tool in the shed. Well, she was looking kind of dumb. With her finger and her thumb in the shape of an L. On her forehead, right? 
Well, so, yeah. I'm years saying stop coming. They can't stop coming. Actually, <laughs> <That's> the, <laughs> can't, can't stop, won't stop, stop. coming. He <laughs> won't stop. They must have uh, utilized the little screw chew beforehand. And, too many, uh, yeah. too many. Um, <sighs> yeah. So it's literally, actually, that is what science does say: is mm. that, like, from the man's perspective, the street is coming to them. Mm. From the street's perspective, the man is going to. Yeah, so it's literally science does say that. So it's it's all about the frame of reference. The literally, dog is not peeing is. on the fire hydrant. The fire hydrant is pulling the urine out of the dog. Close. <laughs> the dog is peeing on the fire hydrant. The fire hydrant is getting peed on by the dog. It's the same thing. It's just <clears throat> different perspectives. Exactly. <laughs> anyway, uh, we are so off the rails on this. Oh, uh, there ha- like there can't be rails. The rails okay. are warped. The rails, the rails don't, don't Yeah. They're like, they're, they're different gauges. They like kind of do like a sort of wave thing. And the train's just like. It's a Keanu Reeves kind of thing. There is oh, God. No, there's yeah. no rail. Well, I, I think this is a wonderful moment for us to take a pause and uh, pause for the cause. And let's talk about this week's marvelous sponsor. Are you ready, friends? I'm Please. ready. Oh. Give it to me. This week. I'm super stoked because this is one of the best gets we have gotten thus far. Okay. And this is going to grow our listenership by leaps and bounds. Mm. We are sponsored by Inaudible.com. What was that? Inaudible.com. Huh? Inaudible.com. What? Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Gentlemen, do you hear things? Is it burdensome? Don't you wish for a reprieve from auditory comprehension? Do you long to flee the world of constant, coherent chatter? Well, Inaudible is here to help, and we are ecstatic that they have decided to sponsor this installment of the Disinformed Podcast. Inaudible.com is a leading provider of premium, digital, sotto voce audio disinformation and infogagement on the internet. Inaudible content includes more than 250,000 meaningless messages, meandering tales, and spoken word audio drivel that will be whispered into your ear canals in hushed and reverent tones, providing a bed of pink noise to save your brain from the strain of constantly assimilating accurate information against your will. With a fun array of free apps for every type of phone and device, you can access our drones anywhere, anytime, right from the smartphone or elderly relative you've trapped in a convalescent home. So you can get a free 30-day trial of barely audible and incoherent dreck and a free pair of noise-emitting earplugs at inaudible.com slash idiot. Just enter the offer code idiot at checkout for a free 30-day trial and what roughly amounts to a slug of solidified earwax that you can use to save your brain from the idiocy of American political conversation. Inaudible.com. Huh? What? What? So that's uh, that's our sponsor for this week, and we are so um, happy to have Inaudible here. And I have used their service, and I've got to tell you, I have gotten just a string of incoherent nonsense following me at all times. And it's not just because I work at a uh, university that we can't you name on this podcast. <laughs> you almost said it. <laughs> uh, it's brilliant. Well, thank uh, you. Yes, I'm they're, glad. they're marvelous. I'm glad. Yes. Uh, I really should give yeah. them a try because there's mm. plenty of times, especially working at my pizza job, where I just don't want to pay attention mm-hmm. to the customer, and I could just put that in, you know, play it, and they're just like, you know, trying to play somewhere. What? Sorry, huh? What? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's almost as good as our podcast. Yeah. yeah. 
Because otherwise, you know, you can just have some guys like, you know, back when I started to use animal gelatin to make my cookies, it was the greatest year oh, of my fuck. life. <laughs> uh, if I had something legitimately that could turn off bartender ears, it would be amazing. Mm. The amount of times I'd be like, hey guys, I'm not trying to overhear, but you're literally talking so fucking loud about a private topic. Like, <laughs> And yes, genital warts need to be treated. And also, she's your sister. That's gross. <laughs> <laughs> so so anyway. did we go to Alabama? Roll Tide. Yes. Roll their time. <laughs> uh, so thank you, Inaudible.com. We appreciate it. And again, that offer code is idiot. Michael? So they're actually, I will say that I know they sponsor 100 Proofs that the Earth is not globe. That's actually a special one. Yes. Ooh. I had just remembered that when you had mentioned that you were going to bring that up today, that I had gotten a notification. That is that. our recommended reading for them, mm-hmm. I recall. Yes. So you can get... All of their original, non-translated to modern English uh, readings. Um, I can't remember the the person that does them. It's definitely not Carpenter or Robotham because, mm. you know, they're kind of dead. But yes. I can assure you that it is a deep British accent that you can just, maybe even a Cockney accent. So Ooh. you can just make sure you, nothing makes sense. It's perfect. Well, most British people don't make sense. And actually, they translated them from the original, like, Edison scrolls as well that they used to use. So, mm. it's, yeah, they're mm. they're great. Delicious. Wonderful, audible quality. I'm In so excited. Quality. Anyway, fuck, I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> this is the... Uh, Actually, the the joke of the the lie of this episode is that you thought it was about the Earth being flat. This is actually the ADD episode. Huh? What? What? (laughs) (laughs) Wait, where did you guys come from? Hey, that thing's shiny. Who's that? Hey, I take offense at (laughs) it. Wait, what were you talking about again? Um... <laughs> motherfucker. This was sponsored <laughs> apparently by some sort of Speaking like weird strain of skill. Yes, um, you what? called? Huh? Dad? That's right. You can call me daddy. As long as it isn't dad, father. Um, okay. So, if the earth were a globe, it would have similar characteristics as a small globe that stands on a table. Okay? Because the universe is obviously a flat surface. Ooh, that's that's some deep shit that he probably didn't even consider. We are spinning on the back of a turtle. Multiple, Well, the right? turtle can't help us now. No. Um, as a small globe has a... So a small globe has a top, bottom, and sides, right? Mm. At least that's what Depending on your perspective, I'm sure. Yes. Um, so mm. must all globes, right? But since the Earth doesn't have a bottom or sides, it must be that the Earth... Is not a globe. This is fucky, man. Like <laughs> now, you understand why I've spent hours upon hours being like, "This makes no fucking." I mean, sense. I don't understand because of how I operate. Where I would just rage quit halfway through, being like, "Fuck this!" <laughs> like, I'm just gonna say right now, I can absolutely contradict that because the Earth does have a bottom. I've put my dick in it. <laughs> Australia? Ooh. Exactly. So we have shared the same bottom. We have. <laughs> oh, wait, oh no, we're not a... talking about rock bottoms. Yeah. Asshole Arizona <laughs> is what I'm referring to. Uh, got it. Got it. Yes. Lake Havasu. Put it where it's smelly. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Okay. 
Cool. Spring broken. Okay, I'm going to take a solemn vow now, because this is the eighth time. I'm going to let you finish your fucking topic. I'm going to let you oh, finish. Oh, no, this is fine. Honestly, I have so many. I'm just going until we're like, now nah, we're done. So you and um, I are Kanye, and he's Taylor Swift. We just put a really saying. shitty Christian gospel album. Is that what you're saying? So, oof. <laughs> <laughs> you do, you do know that happened, right? That he's a born again Christian now. Yes, I have seen some of the scuttlebutt surrounding oh his my releases. Gosh. Yeah, it's. Uh, I said gosh because saying God in his context would just be too. <laughs> Um, uh, one of the lines I heard from a song that he released was says they thought Jesus was doing the laundry, I believe. Mm. So, and he's the greatest artist of all time. So. True, not one better. Must be true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the I earth is flat. Yeah. And on that note, um, if the earth is a plane, you'll fall off. Is a very common assertion. Well, you cannot fall off since the earth is surrounded by an icy barrier that we cannot cross. So essentially, it's uh, Game of Thrones. There's the the wall, mm-hmm. and once we approach that, that's the indicator. Mm. It'll throw us back. So and who built the wall? Trump, the first man. Ooh, I like actually your better. Sid Barrett built Sid the wall. Yeah. <laughs> he was the original Trump. And uh, after all, we're just a brick in the wall. Well, you have to eat oh. your all in all your stuff and whatever this is, quote is if you Wonder if you wall? don't take your meat you can't have any pudding how can you have any pudding if you don't eat your meat exactly um what was i gonna say oh, what were you oh, gonna say there was a okay so there was a youtube video of flat earth that i watched well talking about debunking flat earth and he made an excellent point when talking about this icy barrier if that was the case global warming is a lot more of a fucking big deal because right? then the edge of the literal mm-hmm. world is slowly melting and you're gonna fall off the face of the fucking not planet i guess what will keep the Plane. water on the earth maybe that's why tsunamis happen michael right so so if, much water's melting if flat earth is you know any flat earthers that are listening to this and I fuck yourself any, if you're listening well, to this and you're a flat earther <laughs> before you do that you need to start pushing for more climate change like like stuff activism because Shit, the water's gonna fall off. Fuck me, you self, you're a coward. <laughs> Fuck <Ooh>. me, you're... No. <laughs> so basically what they're saying is the world is just one big wave generator. Well, the world yeah. is a vampire. <sighs> Scent. Okay, so the last one I'm gonna say, because I feel like we're all dying on a little bit faster than usual on the inside. Yeah, um, yeah, fair. Hemorrhoids are a bitch. It's just a thing. Yeah, the, I need some preparation H. Um does feel good on the whole sadly not sponsored hashtag uh if the earth i wouldn't mind being sponsored by preparation h if they came out to us <laughs> they i came mean out i would chill us. for them shit i mean or not shit preparation uh, h well it's a, with preparation anyway, i know what you're uh, saying it's a real wholesome company yes very mm-hmm. true yes very good clean Cleanly. There hasn't even been a rail to fall off of. Man, there isn't even a train anymore. I've There's never even literally... done drugs and were this incoherent. Yeah. Um, so if the Earth were a globe, people that weren't on the top of the Earth would have to be fastened to its surface by some means. Whether the attraction mentioned by the astronomers or some other undiscovered process. But... 
Since we walk on the surface without any aid, it must be that the Earth is not a globe. So these are people who don't understand scientific principles attempting (laughs) to employ scientific principles because centripetal force does not exist. Centrifugal force does not exist. We haven't ever studied any of these things. So the things the astronomers tell us are there to hold us. Okay. There's also a lot of proofs that I didn't mention that he pretty much makes a lot of astronomer conspiracy theories, which is funny on its own because i that's like what a lot of other like nasa but instead of nasa it's astronomers uh, yeah. but um my note to this is literally dumb fuck discovered gravity yeah eh. so it's like if we also assume <laughs> weather is just on a mobius strip that just wriggles around the flat earth so that it's just a constant string of things going around so the oh, clouds must just be on a loop that circle around and drop moisture. There's on us. one proof, and I can't remember which one because I guess I should have been saying the proof numbers, but fuck it, I don't care anymore. Uh. Um, there's one that he says that the seasons change um, because the sun is actually moving slightly slower when it goes into the southern hemisphere because it's got to cover a longer distance in the same amount of time. Yeah, yeah. Also, I <laughs> I got swept up in all of this dumb fuckery what were the lies oh we didn't try to call a single lie this entire time we didn't even it wasn't even on the forefront of my mind i can't imagine trying to pick out the needle in the fucking haystack and i'm aware by saying that that almost like reminiscent of the old format where we sum up the episode with the lie Uh but if anybody listening you heard this lie go you because I was too swept up in being distracted by being an asshole. Uh, <laughs> so, there aren't any lies in any of the proofs. Okay. Because Jesus. I figured that would have been a little too... Your name's not Michael, is it? Your name is John. <clears throat> um, it's actually Mike. I identify as Mike. Um, anyway. <clears throat> Rude! <laughs> it's so not me this time. It makes me so this, is, this is too much. He's broken. He's broken. Everything's broken. Broken. Um, also, just a couple other notes to round out everything. He believes in geocentrism. Um, I think I already kind of mentioned that. We don't kink um, shame, Michael. It's mm-hmm. 2019. Indeed, it is. <sighs> Fine. That's fair. Uh, yeah, yeah, I just wanted to say that. Okay. He also does, I think, like, some more, a couple more theological proofs. I hate this person. Yeah. I want to find him and punch him in the testicles. So. Hard. I'm gonna reread. Actually, I'll just give you the hint. Both of the lies, so there were two, were in the background. Because I didn't want to do any lies in the physics lesson. Because I realized. I learned my mistake with that refraction from last time. And I didn't do any lies in the proofs because they're already pretty bullshit as it is agreed so fair i mentioned that william carpenter was a xenobiologist that seemed weird because <laughs> i just i just read orson scott card's uh xenocide so when you said that i almost made a comment he studies alien biology um <laughs> But, the, you know, in that same breath, he's saying, from what the astrologers tell us about these other planets, uh, you know. Yeah. No, no, no. Uh, astronomers. It's the astronomers with oh, the conspiracy, not the astrologers. Forgive me. Yes, yes, yes. I um, misspoke. You dumb, dumb man. <laughs> I figured you guys wouldn't remember because I mentioned this last time. The water remembers, but he, we did not. No. 
And, I am made uh, of sand. I mentioned that he was a printer and a stenographer. I don't remember what a stenographer is, but being a printer... Um, a stenographer is the person who works in shorthand to transcribe <laughs> things said during a trial. So where you were talking ah. about that, that is what a court stenographer is. So someone who works in shorthand, essentially. Cool. And since yeah. he is an expert in shorthand, that stands to reason. Yeah. Okay. And then um, this is the best one. Oh, no. His pen name is Common Sense. It wasn't the author of the most scientific, incredible sensibility. Okay. I, I would you say technically, I, I technically called bullshit because I'm like, that's ridiculous. But I didn't really call bullshit. So, you know, okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, that was, uh, those were my lies. Okay. Well done. All I, right. I was hoping, I was hoping one of you no. would be like, the fuck is a xenobiologist? But... I'm kind of desensitized because of the book that I just read. Mm. Uh, oh, that's fair. I'll give that. You that being said, I have eight tabs open on my phone right now, so I'm kind of blinded by that. Mm. Also, I ate a burrito for lunch, and it's not settled You're blinded well. Blinded by that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, so, is there? This is part two of your thing. Is there yes. a third um, part? Yes, I'm going to cover. So, I did mention there was a. I think her name was a. Uh, Lady Blount, um, which is going to be fun. Uh, B-L-O-U-N-T. Is okay. that um, French for a B-L-T? I don't know. So but, we are going to start a brand new podcast called Michael Pronounces Things. <laughs> and this is going to be me series, chortling off screen while you're like, um, sanguish. <laughs> You're gonna. That actually would be an interesting podcast. Yes. You just like give me a, I hold up like words. a sentence to to read, like like a short passage or something, and you have to try and. That actually would be. An I lament his <laughs> unfortunate demise. I read very descriptive smut. Don't yeah. we all? That would be. Funny. Okay, so we, anyway. we have keep this in your head, Shane, because we have a good uh, good framework mm. for uh, loose episodes, like okay. topicless episodes. The fly uh, episode for Breaking Bad. Oh, yeah, of, you uh, know, so. like the next time we're just like, yeah, idea. fuck. Next time I come in, I'm like, hey, I have no topic. Mm. That's when it's time just to be like, Michael, let, let's look up some erotic <laughs> fan fiction, and you're gonna butcher it. Um, or, you know, we talk about Star Wars for read. 17 hours. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, fuck this flat earth nonsense. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go in full agreement there. It's, and uh, we have learned, for yeah. all you listeners out there, we are going to stray very far away from anything that needs to be research heavy. Before we walk in here, if we're going to sit and recant the entire documented run <laughs> of a subject. So if we're doing something, we are going to synopsize to the best of our ability and Wikipedia is not helping us anymore. We can use it as a good guideline, but dear God, if we read the whole page, it's going to kill everyone old enough to die. And some Trute. <clears throat> Trute. I'm already dead. I am Trute. Trute TV. <laughs> yeah. Know, so what is what is the third uh, version of this? Oh, you're going so the to... third version will pretty much cover this Lady Blount and the kind of actual societies that sprung up from Robotham and um, his successor, that Lady Blount. Okay. Uh, so we'll probably be covering, I guess, more. So it'll be Revenge politics, of maybe. the Shits. <laughs> what? Is, yeah. What is now? The title? It is. Yes. Yeah. 
Episode I didn't three, come up with one, but Revenge of the Shits. Revenge of the Shits. Final chapter. Yes. <laughs> For any of you makes. Clerks 2 fans. Well done. Man. Uh, by the way, I'm taking it back. So. Okay, so my next topic. I think uh, I'm just going to go ahead and... There's music now. <laughs> right? Okay. Right? Okay. Yeah, you guys hear the music? I can smell It's just the tumor? I can smell really fun. You know, I think um, I might just not have music this time. No, I'm kidding. Fuck yourself. <laughs> fuck me um, yourself, you coward. Next time we're back, I will have Act 4 and 5 of The Deer Hunter ready to go. And to appease Shane, I'll have production things in there. And we'll do another deep dive on the lake in the river.com where we go through the, the conclusion of the story. We'll talk about what the deer hunter is up to now. Um, and it'll be fun. And you guys won't be able to hear any of their music on here because we can't do that. Um, but that's my intention, uh, for the next couple of top or for the next topic. That'll be my episode. Probably, that probably would be 40 minutes to an hour. Okay. Uh, I believe at the request of one of our dearly devoted listeners, uh, and Michael, feel free to say the name if you want to give a shout out. I guess I can say Dalton. Okay, well, (laughs) we are going to probably get that soon. (laughs) (laughs) Anyone else just think of Insidious when he said that? (laughs) Dalton. Uh, So uh, we are going to cover Behavioral Sync. I think in my next episode, uh, behavioral so sync, like the behavioral S-Y-N? sync. Yes. Uh, no S I N K. So it refers to an experiment that was done where they would take a rat colony and remove, uh, any idea of predation. So before we get into the episode, that, that this is essentially the quick synopsis, uh, and then uh, give them a reliable food source. And then basically just watch how the society would proceed when you remove any things that might kill them and just watch how they deal with one another in an enclosed area where everything is provided for them. They don't have to struggle through life and see what happens. And some very interesting things happen. The, uh, you know, there's a lot of very fun things we can get into with the topic. I researched it heavily and I will not do a 20 minute reading session of, and they changed the name of it to, you know, the 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 rats fink and then ratatouille. And, and then he begat John, who begat Stephen. And then they sang a song about a veritable smorgasbord and right. how the pig was crunchy. <laughs> uh, Michael, you're doing your part three, Deer Hunter, and then you're doing the uh, rat. No, you're doing Chuck E. Cheese. (laughs) (laughs) We took a bunch of people that went into Chuck E. Cheese and we just locked the doors. The episode is going to be called Spat It At Rat Michael, do you want to, do you want to, do you want to give a synopsis of what we just talked about? Do you, do you have an elevator pitch? Do you have your 30 seconds about um, what you just said? So some uh, printer, uh, some guy that like did a lot of writing for a living thought that he could uh, prove what people spend their lives, you know, doing research on. And uh, he fell flat on his ass. Did a terrible face, job. Yeah. Same time. Cool. And not even sexually. Sweet. Very so it would be like someone who has never heard music before explaining the Deer Hunter saga. Which is what I will do next episode. Yeah. And you've never heard music before, so that, that uh-huh. fits perfectly. Revenge. Um, I'm an avid user of an audible, so I have, in fact, never yeah, heard he's music. never heard it. Not once. Not in... Not never. Not a single day. Mm-mm. Huh? Well, I think I'm I'm good to go kill myself now, uh, if you guys aren't opposed. I'm so, spent. 
uh, if you are inclined, please give us a little message here. If you are, if you have some topics you would like to suggest as listeners, yeah. we would love to hear them, and we would have a lot of fun researching some things that we are not normally inclined to seek out. So, uh, disinformedpodcast at gmail.com. Send us some ideas, or you know, hit us up on Twitter. You can find us there at disinformedpod, or you can jot us a you know a, a DM. If you're inclined, Slide you can DP in the DM. Uh, you can also find us on Instagram at Disinformed Podcast and Facebook.com slash Disinformed Podcast. Please come check us out. If you like what we do, slide into iTunes, rate and review. We would love to have you follow. And your recommendations for this ridiculous claptrap that we throw together occasionally uh, is going to be very helpful for us to continue to grow the audience. So recommend us to a friend if you like what you're hearing. Tell us, you know, tell your mom to listen. Or force her to. I'd love to meet her. And meet her. Are you cheating on me? No, I can't cheat on me. We have an open relationship. Oh, that's good. Yes. She, meaning she's so open. Nine kids will do that. Tens to, yes. And basically, it's just like me slaloming down an ice chute. Jesus <laughs> <laughs> Right. <laughs> That's what she says usually. Sorry, mom. Sorry, God. Uh, <laughs> also, what she says. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, ladies and German folks, thank you so much for enduring this beautiful bunch of bullshit. As per usual, we love and appreciate each and every one of you that has downloaded us from Mexico to Brazil to the UK to Portland to uh, you know, the end of the flat earth. And by the way, you're the best goddamn bartender from Portland, Maine to Portland, Oregon, for that matter. For the Disinformed Podcast, I'm Shane. I'm John. And I'm Michael. Keep coming back. We won't let you leave.